Grab a seat at the bar to join us for another episode of McAnally's Pubcast, a podcast exploring the fun and fantastical mind of Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files series. Hosts Tans and Jess and me bring you another round of literary analysis on this immense, immersive, and colorful environment inhabited by Harry Dresden, the world's only licensed private investigator and professional wizard. Join an active and engaged community of new and diehard dedicated fans focused on the fabulous themes, theories, characters, context, lore, and more. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's podcast brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 12.5, oink, 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 where we are covering the novel Blood Rites. My name is Townsend, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. This is the story of how I died. We want to send a special shout out and thank you to Taylor for buying us a pint on Patreon. By supporting us at this level, Taylor now has exclusive access to episode outtakes, our special Discord community, and even our official sticker. A huge thank you to Taylor for all of the support. If you'd also like to grab us a pitcher, pint, or sampler to get loads of fun perks and exclusive merchandise, check out our Patreon channel today. Chapter 6. Harry makes his way to the Dojo Hurricane Gym and enlists Murphy to assist with the Black Court vampires. Murphy agrees to look after the puppy while Harry goes to his first day on set. So people have wondered if we use the exact same intro over and over and over again, but we don't. We re-record our intro brand new every single time. Yeah, an outro too. As told by Mama's Voice this episode. Special edition, sick episode. That's true. I thought you were going to say just based on, like, the little, like, oddities in Tanzan's narrative. At the, but, okay, yeah, no. The the intro intros. Yes, hello. No matter what, all the time. They're always yes. redone each and every time. Yeah, it's very repetitive. Fortunately, mm-hmm. I'm horribly consistent. I, they sound like they're copy and pasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the timing is always exactly the same. Was amount it, of seconds. When we had Matt, when he was like, you're actually doing it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because of the titles. Mm-hmm. We have to. Yeah, exactly. And the always ever-changing intro. Thanks to moi. <laughs> oui, oui. You guys are very boring. But. We're, we're keeping it real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the super psych episode where one day I switch it up and they'll be like, Whoa. No, we'll delete it in the editing. Yeah, <laughs> and speaking of keeping it real, cats walking on faces while you're trying to sleep. Ah, totally a thing. It's I always think. worse when it's the boobs. That mm. Also, yeah. My yeah. cat was big on suffocating me in my sleep. Daggers. Really liked to sleep on my face while I was asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Joke's w- on her, though, because she's dead now. Oh. So I win that one. <laughs> Who suffocated who now, bitch? <laughs> Wait, that's, my that's, that's not actually suffocator. how they put him down. No, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> that went she died at kidney. <laughs> We're back. This is what you got for, like, having, like... Real life interruptions and not getting us together for like a month instead of like a week. Wow. Things just immediately spiral. <laughs> My cat died of old age, natural <laughs> complications. In case Ty was really old, like yeah, like she eight? she was just shy of eighteen. That's, mm-hmm. that's pretty 18's good. Eighteen's a good long life. That's that's a decent age for a cat. My my first cat made it to I think seventeen. Also kidney failure. And, and yeah. we were the original owners. So yeah. that was a hard 18 years, that cat. <laughs> like There's a lot of opportunities to go sooner. <laughs> any of you out there who are familiar with us, imagine Jess as your sole provider. And I was going to say molester <laughs> for, oh, that sounds smaller. Oh not, yeah, not that way. Your soul. Loving, caring, caregiver. Torturer. Love bombing, I think, is what the word <laughs> oh, is. That love bomb- yes, that cat was bombed. <laughs> but you know, at the same time, Ty loved it because she would just stop and drool. She would. Oh, She's my baby, okay? And her dream. I was telling somebody about that the other day. I don't know how we got on it. Somebody talking about cats. And I was saying how, uh, how Ty used to love Doritos and she'd try and do this stealth thing. <laughs> Where she would move like in super slow motion, so she's like, "You can't see me." And Ty she would and take, Mister, like, ten minutes t- 
to sneak a paw in and carefully cup a Dorito and slide it out of the bag. Oh, see, Rory's got no scruples about it. She just walks up, sticks her paw in the bag, grabs one and walks away with it. So, like, Yeah, I know that was she, She's so confident. I'm just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, all of our cats have had the same diet as Mr. <laughs> Coke and SpaghettiOs. <laughs> oh, like it's our fault they like human food? <laughs> right? I did not make my cat like Doritos. That explains a lot about Rory, actually. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, I don't feed you this shit. Where did you? Oh. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rory once used to live with me. Yes. <laughs> None of it Makes has to sense. do with the inbred farm cat polydactyl issue she's got. It's I don't think she's considered polydactyl because she has less digits. Does she, does she is, have more? No. She's got the she's extra missing, toe. She's, she's got she's the dew claw. Oh, no, one, she's all, all she's, a gag. She's missing toe. this one and this one. So she looks like she's Middle constantly giving the live long and prosper. Right, 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 right. She's missing. And yeah, we did look at it. It was like all a, all a dactyl instead of polydactyl or something like that. Yeah, she's a rare. You're right. I forgot. I was thinking it was the other way around. But you're right. It's more common to have the. Yeah. And for being such an inbred cat, well, fuck it up and garbled. She's the smartest cat I've ever come across. She plants traps for people. That's why on today's episode, we're promoting inbreeding. <laughs> Wait a second. Any views expressed in this podcast are the sole. <laughs> they are not reflected by free flow rambling. So Harry basically is like, you're going to wake me up. I'm going to kick you out. <laughs> Bob, take over the cat and leave. Which is apparently Mr. doesn't mind because Mr. gets to see new things on the town, which I respect. Yeah, I'd be being possessed by a ghost. You probably would see some cool shit. Adventure cat. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're that large. You got it going on. I just have a mini panther running around the city. Done. Mm-hmm. Right? You were like, oh my god, a lynx got out. Yeah, really. Yeah, they're more like, especially the way he's all beat up and shit too, right? Like, Mr. looks like he's, people are going to be more apt to just like, oh, I'm going to leave that alone and <laughs> <laughs> call the SPCA from a distance. <laughs> Is it not- a raccoon? Is it a, <laughs> <laughs> Is it a lynx? <laughs> on top of ingenious animals, you got this new puppy trying to climb a ladder. On top of that, though, Harry starts a fire so that he can toast some bread and make some scrambled eggs. It takes forever to get a fire A going and B out again. I'm not doing that for scrambled eggs and toast. I'd be like, okay, here's a granola bar. <laughs> okay, but you're not Harry. Uh, he has stated on several occasions and will on several he more. He cheats with magic. He cheats with magic, but he also, he keeps, like, you know, scouts and things like that, which in camping where you have, I'm hoping, please God... As where you've done your most fires. <laughs> is yeah, you have to make sure everything's completely out and blah, blah, blah. And you're, like, going, like, away from the, you know. He, 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 people that have them, like, ongoing, like, back in the day, those things smoldered all the time. You left your cover of ash and embers. Oh, yes, and man. they did not, you did not want it to go out 100%. And Harry has repeatedly said he comes back and he pokes the embers and gets it going again. So, yeah, he does not have a burn down his boarding house. Yeah, well, wizards, I'm sure in their 400 years of, you know, the other wizards have given him some tips on how not to have this happen. (laughs) The rest of his place is actually just asbestos. Smokey the bear. (laughs) Well, it probably is, given how old it is, but, you know, (laughs) Harry's got to have a big old stone (laughs) fireplace. Big old stone fireplace. Maybe, again, maybe this is where he cheats with magic, where he's got a little extra fire resistance on... You know, anything within immediate spark spitting distance of his fireplace or his little coal. But I mean, again, he only needs something little to cook <laughs> toast and scrambled eggs. So is he doing them in his fireplace or has he got like a little stove top? I'm sure he's got a cast iron or something like that hanging over the fire. But like, so, I but I mean, still again, feel right? like that's so much effort for the simplest yeah. breakfast ever. No, I don't know. I mean, I. Sometimes it's worth it, though. It makes the breakfast better. Making a right, a little little campfire cooked. I mean, I would want to do it. I mean, it takes nothing to toast bread. And again, once you're used to doing it, he's probably got this down to like a science. And eggs. I mean, they don't take that long, right? Scrambled eggs. Come on, especially scramble. Yeah, because she doesn't cook. I don't want to cook either. But see, if you're if you're doing over easy or sunny side, then that takes some finessing. Scrambled, meh. Right. Good. I'm still judging him. He's, you? Yes. He's, he's judging me <laughs> right back. I know he's it doesn't like, sound like me, but this time I'm going to make an exception. <laughs> it's like Jess doesn't even bother to cook her ramen noodles, okay? That's I haven't always. used a kitchen in since I moved out of mom's house. Just seven years ago. Wow. Has it been that long? God, it has. Uh, to be fair, my whole job this whole time has been working in kitchens, and uh, I use the kitchens there. Yeah. You- I just have not ever used a kitchen in any of the homes that I have rented. She doesn't like to interact with people. You know, like the mechanic that drives a shitty car. 
Well, yeah. no, she doesn't really cook cook in those kitchens either. She's like a prep chef. Wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's cool. not get crazy here. Tansy. I cook everything the first time. <laughs> oh, wait, what? I what? have to smoke what? all the meat and cook all the bacon and shit, okay? They just heat it up again online. Oh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I wouldn't know because she never invites me to her job or, like, even tells me where she's working. She makes it, like, this whole big, like, scavenger hunt spy game. I have a resume. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> well, I know now. She thought it was going to take me, like, decades to figure out. And I'm like, well, you tricked you. <laughs> Foiled again. <laughs> There's so many, so many places that, but yeah. So Harry's plan for the day is, like, he's got to spend most of his day at the studio. And that's, like, an eight-hour job, which Harry's not generally used to. doesn't normally need to go clock in anywhere for eight hours. So he's like, i got to plan around this shit. Can't just go where I want to go. And decides that he's going to make a couple of stops on his way there. Right. Well, while he's sitting there, he he does ponder that like he thinks the 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 person who does did the curse for Genosa is um within his social circle already. Genosa circles social circle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. These are very targeted, you know, crimes of passion. All the women around him. Yeah, he's like it's not as invasive or vicious as some other forms of magic, but it's getting some nasty results. So yeah, somebody that's probably got some emotional investment. Somehow, some way, somewhere to either Genosa or the people around him. Do I stinking love that he's got a Rolodex? Right. Like I, that's so old school. Like really old school. I I've seen them. I've never had to use one. I feel at some point I have definitely used a Rolodex. We just had one of those little notebooks. The question is, was it at a workplace or was it on my mother's desk? <laughs> I don't know, no, yeah, no, no, I think my dad. I feel like dad had the Rolodex. Mom had, like, her address book thingy, but... That would look cool. I feel like I remember flipping through, but, like, even early versions. You know what a Rolodex is, right? I have no idea what a Rolodex is. I thought it was a watch. Okay, so... That's a Rolex, dear. You can tell we come from humble means here. It's a center post, and then it's got cards... Uh, on it, and you rotate it. Oh, okay. So you just go, you rotate so whatever a, the alpha. So it's an index, part. yeah. But okay. it rolls. So it's a Rolodex. Yeah. I'm just like, Jessica, get busted on the street. <laughs> hey, kid, want to buy a Rolodex? And she's gonna be like, Yeah, look at that. <laughs> Why am I buying watches? Because <laughs> you're dumb and you don't know the difference between a Rolex and a Rolodex. <laughs> Why would I want either? <laughs> well, because if you're that, you might figure you know the prestige that comes with having one of those. Yeah, I'm dumb because I don't know about obsolete technology. <laughs> oh, there is nothing technical about it. It is a, it's a it post has that, that rotates that, that a thing, wheel. That, that's a Rolodex. Okay, I've seen those on desk before. I just didn't yeah. know they were called Rolodex. <laughs> you can put business cards in them. That shit. seems like a way too like tech name for that bullshit. See, Harry's is gonna look like that. Like he's gonna have the big plastic center wheel, and all the cards are gonna be like old and frayed. Who and, just like, puts that in their pocket? Nobody. It sits on your desk. He dumbass. says he grabs it. <laughs> Maybe just to do his phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> Which he makes two of them. Doesn't say to who. But he leaves voicemails. <laughs> and then he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> This is the mix of technology. Harry pulls out his Rolodex to leave voicemails. (laughs) We're just spanning the ages here, folks. We're just a little bit everywhere. Do we have? I swear we should put... every day. We should put in a special thing. Like, you know how, how shows have, like, their little special moment sections to them or whatever. Like, there's a pop-up video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? We're going to have, Here's like, the... pop-up audio. Today I learned, and the, the the old technology that Jessica learned about in the course of our podcast, because every day, almost every session, there's something that she's, like, no idea what that is, has never heard of, has vaguely heard of, but doesn't really know what it is or how it works or what the point of it was. So it can be, like, our... For Generation Gap, or... I was born in the late 90s, okay? Sue me. (laughs) My mother loved me enough. Maybe she would have bought me all these things as a child. Last century. Oh, I'm sorry. We don't have enough things. Let me go home. I'm sure I can find you a Rolodex. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's great. Apparently, I don't have enough stuff, people. Feel free to send me your interesting and unique items. No, she has enough stuff. I've helped her move. Enough. It's enough. (laughs) Apparently not. Apparently I've deprived my daughters of of significant educational facts here. <laughs> All right, where were we? Harry heads to Dojo's. 
No, he yes. pulled out his Rolodex and left voicemails. And then he went to dojos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who doesn't like the, the name of this place? Like, so funny. Very cute. Like, <laughs> I wonder if there's like a real life. I love a know, good pun like that, sorry. Well, yeah, I was going to say if that's like a real life thing, like does Jim Butcher actually, because he's like done martial arts and stuff like that, right? Has he gone to like dojos, dojo? Or is it purely his imagination or... I don't know. It's just funny. I, I just have a, I like every time I see that name, I just think of like the Pillbury Doughboy, <laughs> like a bunch of them, like being all sorts of chaotic and like ah, attacking each other. Like it's, it, it's, it does kind of bring that visual. It elicits well, yeah. some very strangeness, especially with Hurricane. Like this is cacophony of Dojo's Hurricane Jim, Pillsbury Doughboys everywhere. Right. I kind of love it. Although this is kind of, the place had once been a tragically, if predictably, short-lived country and western bar. Well, Chicagoans, how do you feel about your country western music? <laughs> right, how popular would it be there? I guess not very. I don't know. Like, country music's popular in a lot of places, like... I don't know, but he refers to it as being they, tragically... They, they don't have anything like, say, a stampede there, Predictably but. short-lived, yeah, so I'm thinking... Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to just go out on a limb here and guess that, like, their jazz bars grossly <laughs> outnumber their country western bars. I feel like they probably got over that. Uh, I don't know. At this point. Maybe. I don't know. But, um, but yeah. So, basically, yeah. All Joe did was just rip everything out to the bare bones and stick in some gym equipment. Yeah. <laughs> so, we got this really kind of fun, like, little... Where he arrives, he describes like Murphy kicking ass on this one guy, and it's. I think it was a really fun way to for Butcher to show how skilled Murphy is at her craft yeah. without like having to say you know like point blank because it just shows how well she does. So coming into this dojo, and you can see like Karen Murphy is just about to take on some opponents, and it's all the fellow cops. They all come and hang here and get all the SI training guys. on, Keep and there's, she's facing two of them, Stallings, who we know very well, and then the rookie. O'Toole. Was it two? Oh, I thought it was just O'Toole. Yeah, two of them come at her. Yeah. Oh, I misread, misread that. Yeah, okay. so she's got kind of the, the middleweight, stocky stallings and the very tall uh, rookie O'Toole. <clears throat> and she... I like it because the very first she... attack that she does on these two is she kicks at them. And as we just heard from way, way, way back in chapter one, Harry's advice was all kick first. <laughs> And that's what Murphy does. Ah. Six chapters later. Kick first. Oh. I did not bring that together, but okay. I'll take it. I mean, he does. He booted the flying monkey in the face or whatever with his. Right. He and said, I guess they booted the vampire in the face, too. I made like a baseball player. Slid in feet first and planted the heel on my boot squarely on the end of the demon's nose. That was the flying monkey. That was against the flying monkey in chapter one. And he gave the advice. He's like, <laughs> just kick at him. And then here's Murphy. Six chapters later, kicking. Kickin hmm. I mean, in all like fairness, it. most of us, yeah, you, you're gonna have more power in your legs than your arms. Well, this is what so they are. A, this is what they go on to say in the rest of this chapter. Is like, don't don't mistake speed and power. Yes, it is. It is a nice exchange there, because um, <clears throat> yeah, you've got the large brawny rookie. And he's like, if it had been anybody else, they probably would have been successful. <laughs> but I like how she kind of like like sidesteps the one, like, kind of, um, defers, deters, deflects, deflects, thank you, that is the word I am looking for, she, like, deflects the one, takes out the other, and then goes back to kind of finish the first guy, right, so it's like, you know, she's like, right, figure out your priorities, and now I, like, can see it's, like, she's multitasking, yeah, well, like, the Sherlock Holmes, the, the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes, where, like, everything slows down, and then he, like, does the play-by-play in his head. So he's like, first, I'm going to, like, give a left uppercut, and then he's going to fall to the side, and then I'm going to bring my knee, and then, like, boom, 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 and it's, like, 0.2 seconds, and he actually does it all. So that's the same thing, right? You're just like, I'm just going to deflect you off over here, I'm just going to deal with this guy here, then I'm going to come back and deal with this guy here when he's recovering from my... By this point in the series, Murphy has been training at the... uh what is uh, this? A co- a co- a- Aikido. Aikido since she was 11? For 20 years. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. She's about 31 in this novel. It was, so yeah. Like 20 years of this. Yeah. So yeah. I should it. Well, and that's, a lot of that stuff just becomes, uh, like you do it unre- re- repetitively. So it, yeah, it's, it's muscle memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And very much like she says in a bit here when her and Dresden, you know, she's like, you got to do it all the time. You're going to lose what you've learned kind of a thing. Yeah. Great. So yeah, exactly. True she's story. got... 
Yeah, so even though these guys are so much bigger than her, like one of them definitely has the stocky, heavy weight against her. One of them definitely has the height and stuff like that. And yeah, she basically... Knowledge and speed, though. Very nicely, as nice as she can, kind of puts both of them on their ass without, yeah, nobody doing real damage. But he's like, she totally could have. She could have hurt them badly. And I like how all of SI is just very like, yeah, that's our boss. You yeah, know? yeah, told <laughs> ya. That's yeah, great. Yeah. yeah, exactly, right? Like, they knew it was going to happen. He's like, what do I do? She's like, you're a moose, Adul. <laughs> She's like, you don't need to telegraph everything. Like, yeah, and it's fair, right? Like, even a small hit by you is, right? I'm like, that's... Keep it quick and simple. It's very true. Very true. And I do like this moment when Harry goes into the ring to go through the motions with her. It's like, aww. Well, the whole exchange, he's like, well, why don't you pick on someone your own size? You know, I really wanted to, her to, like, have, like, sort of a Cyrano de Bergerac moment, just like Liam's kind of a verbal smackdown for, for a height joke thing. Like, come on, she's five foot nothing. She's heard them all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would actually have been kind of fun. We should, hey, Butcher, we should get a scene like that with Murphy at some point. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Right. But, let's uh, put it in. Mm. <laughs> let's do that. Mm. <laughs> How would we do this? But <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it, it is, it is, but sure. it is still a cute exchange, though. Where, yeah, exactly. She's like, "Oh, say it to my face," and he's like, "Give me a minute to amputate my legs, and I will." And, you know, <laughs> it was like, pretty clever, oh, I did right? Chuckle. Like, and in the meanwhile, right? He's just ditching the coat, and already, like, he's, he's handing off the staff. Yeah, he's like, somebody he's hold going, this puppy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we do find out that he has been doing training with with Murphy, which is about time, like, mm-hmm. right? So cover your bases, Harry. Hand leveling up again in this book and we've seen him level up in other ways but this is like i say like <clears throat> now that we found out that his coat has some protection so i remember again when i went back to do the reread i was like oh next book he starts putting spells on that shit and it wasn't the next book and it wasn't the next book and then it was right and you're like wow it took him that long before he right so it's like harry's finally wising up and he's getting his ass kicked enough that he's like expanding it's not just like his combat spells and things like that, like, oh, I need to learn a quicker fire spell, or I need to learn, like, a bigger, you know, he's like, okay, I'm gonna start putting some armor on my fucking coats, because that's on me all the time, it's gonna take some, you know, he's like, I'm gonna start learning how to not just, not just take hits, but how to take and return, you know, because, like, he's made that point, right, he's like, you just get really good at getting beat up, you'll learn how to take, and now he's like, Okay, I learned that part really well. Maybe now I'll learn a little yeah. offense to go Last along book with he took that. Up running, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. So, right, insurance. Wow. Yeah, it's like he's starting whether it's it's fully consciously or maybe just out the back of his mind. But you know, he's starting to be like, okay, I got to be prepared for this. This stuff's not. It's not. It's not a one-off anymore. This is a big part about wizards, though. Is like you're only as powerful as your preparation. If you're not going to p- take up running, that's on you. You could have done it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's like, I guess I got to start doing this shit. Well, he's self-professed. If anything goes wrong, run. 100%. So. That's yes. true. If that's that- going to be your number one rule, better do it well. Yeah, better. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, now all of a sudden I've got a whole lot more to run from, so. It's like, if you're going to take up the role of the doctor, you better get those shoes out, oh, man. Oh, fully. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. So critical role. Campaign two. <laughs> One of the main characters is a wizard and spends all of his money on buying paper because you need to write down all your spells in order to be able to recast them, Uh, but also puts all of his points into wizardly things, spells and uh, intelligence, right? And then they meet another wizard who's like got really high strength and he's like, what the fuck? I thought he was a wizard. And DM Matthew Mercer was like, you can also lift if you're a wizard. You can spend, you can have other hobbies, okay? (laughs) (laughs) You can put some things into strength sometimes. You can bench press. (laughs) (laughs) If you're willing to take the time for both, you can do both. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We tend to, I mean, even Harry has said this, right? How many times have people underestimated what, you know, don't expect him to pull a gun. He's a wizard. Everything's going to be magical, you know? And Harry's like, yeah, I'm going to put a little bit more money where my mouth is there. And exactly, right? Like, What's that jack of all trades quote? Jack of all trades, master, master of none. none. But it goes on. It does? A jack of all trades is the master of none, but oftentimes better than the master of one. So knowing a little bit of everything is better than knowing all of something. Yeah, it was supposed to be a compliment when it originated. Got it. Right. So more well-rounded. Right. So surely other wizards in the White Council could surpass him quickly in just the magical arts, but they're not surviving all the things he survived because he's the one who learned Aikido and took up running. And has a gun. And has a gun. And has a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And a badass cat. Right. But not a dog because he's not keeping the dog. Sorry. You know what I really like about the 
the, the, the fact that Harry has come to this point now that he trusts Murphy enough that he actually asks her to be the thug power, which is great because like the first, like the first book, he's like, no, I can't involve you. You, 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 you might get hurt. And he's just dangerous. This non-stop, is like. also another fantastic exchange. I love this exchange and between them. This is a big moment too. When I hear people say that they don't like Murphy, it's like, but of all the characters in the entire series, besides Harry, she gets the biggest, like, growth and build up and background and you get to see all of this like relationship grow and change and be so much because a lot of you know Marcon will disappear for a book or two Susan will disappear for a book or two Michael will disappear for a book or two but Murphy's there every goddamn book but this whole thing with them so they have this cute little thing first where they're like distracting each other and like where he gets like whacked with their staff and she's like pay attention to him and then like he says something and distracts her and like whacks her knuckles and stuff like that but um but again, the whole uh, same thing as before. He's like, so we have the first exchange where he's like, yeah, he's like, what are you going to do? He's like, find him, kill him. He's like, that's simple. I like that. That's that's a good plan. <laughs> yeah, she's all for it. Yeah. And so, and, but uh, she's can like. Can I wait till after my family reunion? <laughs> no, 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 no. Can it happen directly instead of please? Oh, during. That is, that is the best. But she loves like she throws out and she's like, oh, well, like I could bring the guys. And he's like, no, SI is good, but I don't think this is really. And she's like, well, O'Toole would totally, like, that's Mickey Malone. So Malone was from book three. He was the one where we first, um, the veteran cop that was getting savaged by the the um, nightmare and stuff like that, right? So, well, it's his nephew. He'll totally, and he's like, yeah, but he's like a rookie. He's going to get, you know, he's like, these guys are like, they, they, they're they better trained than most, but like, what's going to happen? And, you know, she's like, well, it'll be the same thing if I did. He's like, yeah, but you're like, they're, and I, here I was expecting initially to be some like, but you've had more training. Like, you are in on the know. Like, some of them have seen the shit, but not all of them like believe yet, right? Where he's like, you believe, you know this is. And he's all like, yeah, but you're their leader. So you can just suck it up better kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's a little harsh. I don't know if that's exactly, but okay. But at the same time, fair. But at the same time, fair. Don't ask of your men what you won't do yourself kind of a thing, right? So I'm like, that that way I do get it. But um, but the 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 part I really liked when he's like, he's like, um, you know, I just need you to be a thug to show up, right? And she's like, well, what if they have, you know, whatever? And he's, she's like, well, what do you need me for then? Because he's like, I'm going to bring you and somebody else or whatever. We're just going to go in, stake, cross, zap, boom, bam, out. And he's like, well, they might have goons. She's like, I need a thug with, like, counter goon capabilities. And all, you know? <laughs> he's like, you're here to watch my back and be the power and be the arms. And right, like, again, little mini, mini Murphy. He's like, I'm bringing you along as the bodyguard type kind of, right? He's like, I can handle the supernatural body. And he's like, you can if it gets in your face. But you're there to make sure I get out kind of a thing, right? He's like, you're there just to do the other general keep shit away kind of a thing, right? It's like, oh, thanks, Judson. <laughs> I kind of enjoyed that she was super happy. to like. It sounded like she was pretty excited that they get to like be cliche vampire hunter kind of thing. Yeah. Like, she's like, sweet, really? Like, just... Well, and again, right, even like, she's like, what? No, like, big galas, no masquerade parties? No, he's like, no, we're just gonna go fucking kill him. They make a big point Steaks of that. Steaks in that coffin, garlic, holy water. She's like, alright, cool. <laughs> she's like, we don't have to do all the supernatural politics bullshit and stuff like that, Which right? is, I think, a huge thing is that Murphy did spend a lot of time being like, this fucking politics thing is dumb as fuck. Why do we have to go around yeah. it? And Harry's like, oh, like the rights of the guest and the bullshit and the this and the that. So I think Murphy's totally like, yeah, bitches from oh, we Chicago. Get to just go kill shit now. Let me kill him. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Because there isn't, because again, in the mortal world of law and politics, right, how many times they'd love to go nail the bad guy, Marcone? And they just can't. Sorry, you need a warrant. You need proof. You need evidence. Right? Everybody knows. You need a better lawyer. There's no question. But, right? And yeah, exactly. Whereas here she's like, okay, so finally you get to like just take out the monsters. And then Harry comes along and is like, well, actually, sometimes there's rules for that too. And it's like, are you kidding me? Right? So, yeah. And she brings a good point here too because she's like, well, how about about the night guy? You know, seems like perfect. And Harry's like, nope, nope, nope. He's like, he gets his order. She's like, but he'd be perfect for this. And he's like... Yeah, but I get the feeling that if he's not on the clock, he doesn't get all the benefits. He's not, like, protected the same way. And Harry's like, you can tell. He's like, I feel really bad about the shit that went down. I don't want to tangle him up. He's like, I still got charities, curses, mm-hmm. like, ringing in my ears. He's like, I'm, um, no. Well, he, he kind of sort of, I think he's more conscientious that, like, of Michael's got kids. And if God wanted him on, his, on he would have walked in the door to help right then and there. And exactly. On top of that, the uh, another point too, though, is like SI is getting legacies 
they're building yes. this family sort of thing where it's like, yeah, like we've got people specifically now wanting to come into SI not as a punishment because they respect their parents or their uncles or their cousins or their brothers or whatever like that. They're like, it's like SI is really becoming its own community. Its I don't own, know. Like, can you still ask to be? <laughs> I, think, yeah, I still you, feel like you mostly get, but yeah, that that could be right. That maybe O'Toole didn't get there, you know, by accident. Maybe you like get assigned, but I them, but. I imagine that in the real world. As a cop, you tend to be like, yeah, I want to be in, like, the canine unit. I want to be in, like, the whatever, doing this, doing that. Not, you can't just decide, I want to be a detective and skip the whole, like, yeah, you know, well, obviously, cop thing. But, but obviously there's going to be different departments within the, and I feel like you can train for, you know, I, apply to the different I was going to say, yeah, SI has to be big enough that it can't only be, I mean, again, they've always sort of referred to it as that's where, like, when people are unhappy with you and you've screwed up on the job, that's where you get dumped, obviously. Has to have more staff than that. Yeah, a hundred percent of it can't be just that kind of a thing, right? Like, might be. In Chicago, a lot of them fuck up. <laughs> well, I mean, in any department, I'm sure, and then depends who you piss off, and I mean, again, right? Different, um, um, you know, certain douchebags in the hierarchy are gonna write, whereas other people aren't gonna be as hardcore douches that all the time. They might send you other places. You know, not every demotion is gonna be straight to SI or whatever, right? But, um, but yes, you're right. There are. Definitely, some I'm sure that have have angled to to get that to be where the, you know, like I want to be in the canine unit, and then you got to do all the testing and training to see if you're a fit for the canine unit, and you know, blah blah blah, and pass everything, whatever, right? So, but yes, that is definitely a good point. That is that Murphy again has lost because he says that in the first book that she's lasted the longest, basically because it's usually uh, let's put them here until they get fed up and quit or. We rain so much bullshit down on them that they they can't talk their way out of it, and we have to make them the scapegoat, right? That's what that position has always been. And Murphy has tenaciously managed to fine. You're gonna give me the shit end of the stick. I will still be damn good at my job, and I and she has she's held that position. And that's what happens when your loyalty grow- is to Chicago. And is growing her team, and like he says, that team is starting to. Well, she's the consummate professional, really. To manifest mm-hmm. around her, yeah, is exactly is is she's bringing she's building it into a team as opposed to just the. You know, misfit scraps or whatever. This is the Breakfast Club. This is the Scooby Doo gang. This is the, you know. And then, as you said, she asks for it to happen during her family reunion, and this whole <laughs> happy moment comes to a crashing. <laughs> it's really sad, kind of, because Harry's all like, "Oh wow, Murph, like nice priorities. Like try to like skip a family." And she's like, "I wouldn't expect you to understand anything about family." Yeah. Which is like. Who talks himself into that accidentally? That's just so mean. Right, like, right. That was a little bit. I'm like, oh, but sure, you could have that. Like, not natural conversation at all. But I, I, not, I, yeah. I do think it, like, it's, I mean, it's for a purpose. I think that it shows how much they've advanced on their friendship, that he trusts her enough to tell her about his history. Like, so he, he yeah, she knows about his parents not being there. That's fair enough. Well, they were, and I mean, they were friends before that. They did have... That's, Which that's is, pretty intimate details to know. Like, Yeah, and I think that's part of why Murphy would get so pissed at him before is because they, you know, did know things like this, but then it's like, what is this other big thing I can tell you're hiding? Oh. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, exactly right. It's just, again, it just, it does. It, it, it conveys it, and without, again, sort of putting the spotlight on it in other reads, it didn't always stand out quite as harshly, but it did always seem a little bit of an awkward exchange to me. That I'm like, it's just not as like you say, most of us don't be like, well, I don't expect you to understand. Uh, so I'm like, well, now you just totally drew attention to it. Exactly. Like, it's just not a natural conversation. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, I get. But again, every single fucking family dynamic is different. <laughs> and nobody has the same experience. And again, we all have our made family. So I mean, again, fine. Harry at this point doesn't show a lot of, you know, he does not like he has co-workers and shit that he hangs with. You know what I mean? But most of us have some kind of interpersonal relationship somewhere that even if it's not your biological family, you know how that kind of works or whatever, right? You've got some basis to draw on. But yeah. But it does definitely get the point across. Uh, but yeah, I guess because we could have discussed that sort of ass backwards a little bit. It's exactly she starts saying like, yeah, they're like, when can we go do this? And she's like, Saturday would be great. And he's like, okay. And even this, I, again, so yeah, she's like, Saturday would be great. And he's like, okay, well, and she's like, eh, annual family get together. And he's like, or you could just like not go. And I'm like, okay, I get this a bit where she's like, no, my mom will make a big deal. I'm like, okay, yeah, we all have been in certain things like that if you don't have a good excuse. But at the same time, I'm like, if you literally make the excuse that you're working every year, 
like, so it's okay, you can totally get out of it. It just seems, I'm like, again, anytime that you're always working that week, I'm like, again, Murphy's not a, a complete newbie anymore. You know, I get when it's like, sure, there's certain jobs where as the rookie, the newbie, you really do not get to ask for any time off or pick your shifts or do anything like that, right? There's certain jobs where you're always on call. And sometimes being a cop means that, or being a detective, especially, where it's like, yeah, there's a case come in. <laughs> Maybe, but I just feel like, again, that, like you say, that Murphy's obviously been with the force long enough to have, you know, piss people off and get stuck somewhere and build a team here, right? She's She's got some years on there that it's like, she could maybe She should have some vacation hours. She should, yeah, exactly, right? Like, if she's always working on these things, it's not entirely out of her control. It's like, she hasn't tried to ask for it off or whatever, 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 right? So I'm like, I sort of get that, again, just not showing up or lying, but I'm like, I think it's still pretty obvious that you don't want to be there. It's just a technicality that you manage to get yourself scheduled for the day. Like, how is that necessarily that much worse than just being like, I have to work rather than actually having to work? But I think we'll see later on why it's necessary to have, you know, your name on the schedule rather than lie. It's because, as we know later on, there's other people in the department who can look up her schedule. (laughs) Yeah, I know, but you know what I mean is all I'm saying is the point is is that I, I know you're lying through your teeth, like I like you know what yeah. I mean? I'm like it's we make the same, you know, sometimes like about like nieces and cousins and things like that. It's like we've been talking for four months that we were gonna get together for this family holiday. You could have booked it off. And you didn't. It's like there's no Clearly you didn't want to. Clearly you didn't want to come, right? Or you didn't want to make the you know what I mean? It's like I see where this is going now. It's a bullshit <laughs> what, why are we where oh <laughs> But I'm, I refuse to book off Thanksgiving next weekend. Okay, life. I'm not sorry. <laughs> In Canada, it's in October, and I'm no, I don't want to go. <laughs> you were not who I was thinking of specifically, but okay. I know there's a long list of us who didn't book it off. <laughs> but you are still coming up to me. I'm just saying in general, we've had I other know, ones yeah. where, yeah, exactly. This one is like, about you, Jennifer. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> What's the difference between just bullshitting the excuse or really having it? But knowing that it's bullshit that you have it kind of a thing, you know what I mean? Like there's The guilt. I guess, but to me it's a very fine line at this point. Yeah, Murphy. Um, but anyways, I was not getting as hung up on that, <laughs> but it was more the point that Seems well, like you are. Because <laughs> you guys keep going off about it. But but where where Dresden is then like, well, gee, Murph, I like way to get your priorities straight. And I'm like, okay, kind of, but I was like Again, this to me seems more of like, okay, this is the part about the family that you don't understand kind of a thing. Like, you know, I was like, this would be like, it makes sense if you kind yeah, of make sense for a though, reason yeah. to get out of, you know what I mean? It just it seems like he's kind of giving her shit for this one. And she's like, oh, you're right, my priority. And I'm like, yeah, no, this is valid though. This is again, I'm like, you're looking for a legit reason not to have to go as opposed to the fake bullshit reason. I can't speak to it. I read the whole passage wrong. I did. I read it as I can't because I've I can't on this weekend because I've got a family reunion, even though I don't want to go. That's uh, how I read it as. In, yeah, that was not correct. Yes, that unfortunately. Yeah, no, she's damn looking, speed reading. She's, yeah, <clears throat> she's looking for yeah anything she can possibly. Yeah, she wants to get out of it. She, and Harry's like, no problem. You might get hurt and have to be in the hospital and can't go. Okay, you're welcome. Yeah, he's like, for sure. We'll totally try and make sure that you end up like. And then he also asks her to, like, keep a lookout for missing bodies in case, like, ooh, like, 30 people have gone missing from First Street. Let's go there first. (laughs) Let's see if that pops up anywhere. But essentially, like, statistics. overall, despite the little hiccups, it's a cute moment between the two of them. And it's like, it is. And they're not even fighting. They're really just going through, like, the more. They're doing a practice spar. Yeah, Yeah, they're they're sparring. They're doing a. Going through the motions rather than. A quarterstaff routine thing of. I don't know. With sword fighting, it's like, isn't that the katanas? The wooden is is there are katana oh. sword fights. Katanas yeah. are just patterns, I think. Yeah, like that's what I mean, right? Like the uh, the sequence or like yeah, the, the tai chi and things, right? That's what they're doing, right? They're doing a a scripted practice dance. sequence they're of dancing, a dance. and it's yes. very nice. And they do at one point they do speed it up and stuff like right. So again, it starts off with the slow practice, and then they get going to to get and get those muscles and like you say, muscle memory and all that. But it's it's cute too because she's like, um, by the way, how many laws are you planning on breaking doing this? And he's like, none. I for real, I just want to go squish the vampires. And she's like, are you sure? And he's like, you can pull double duty as the conscious officer. Like honestly, except he's like, not. the whole point he even wants backup is because they're probably gonna have hired hands, and hired hands means human. Yes. So it is a crime to kill humans. But, he, well, that's what he's saying. He's like, you can be the conscious. Because he's, he's not there to kill them. He's like, mm-hmm. we just want it. So he's like, fine, you can arrest them or 
take him out. Handcuff him to the whatever that involved, right? Okay. He's like, I don't really care how we... But yeah, exactly right. He's like, no, I'm not just... You know, and I'll make sure that... Which is yes. fair enough. If you do kill all the vampires, what are the thralls going to do? Mm-hmm. Like, eventually you think they'll get off the drug and go back to normal society. Or maybe they'll need to, like, check themselves into a mental hospital or something. But mm. I doubt that they're just like, you know, like, okay, the next vampire is going to come and buy Scoop you up. us up <laughs> or whatever, yeah. I doubt that they're really on the radar like that, right? If you don't keep track of your own thralls, and they'll just get out into the countryside and go native again. Like... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think that's his point exactly. <laughs> I don't know why I think that's so funny sounding, but it is great. Thank you. <laughs> you let your humans mingle with the other humans. They're going to remember what it's like to be human. But like, okay, so here's the worst part about it. You have to go into someone's job and you like ask them to come and kill all these vampires with you. And you kind of have a little bit of a snit for a second about family, but you move past it quickly because it's too awkward to talk about. And you're like, also, like, maybe look out for some missing bodies. And once you've asked all of this of a person, you're like, also, you have to watch my dog. Yeah, that's a big ask. It's taken pretty small in the book, but I couldn't just walk up to my friend and be like, hey, watch my dog. Bye. Do you know what got me first, though, is that I, like, when I read that he put the dog in his pocket. And then so he goes to the dojo, takes his jacket off, leaves it on the floor, doesn't take the dog out of the jacket, just <laughs> leaves the dog in. So when he puts it back on, then she's like, it's still in the pocket. Like, she's like, is that a dog in your pocket? It's taking a nap. <laughs> it is funny. And I'm like, this is the, I mean, this is part of what you're sort of getting about this little puppy and his quirky little personality about like stowing away and then like, fine, he's down in the lab then he's going to try and come up in the morning and hang out with him. But exactly, he's like, he's fell asleep. I'm like, Occasionally, like if you really played a lot with them, you can tire them out and they don't move. I mean, there are you know little videos about poking and like flopping ears and lifting feet. And, but most of the time, most of my experience, if you've got an animal sleeping on you near you in your right, and you try and move, right? That's that whole thing about sorry, I can't come into work today. My cat fell asleep on my lap, right? Because as soon as I move, the cat's gonna wake up, right? So it's like, how did this? Dog, I love how this puppy that you just dropped into your big voluminous duster pocket here just was good enough to just sleep through all of that, that while you... Dude's comfy in there. There's like pocket sandwiches for days. Stood up out of your coat, took your coat off, put your coat down, voices, things, new... Sm- I mean, again, right? Like, friggin' my my very old dog now gets anywhere Help, near I'm new... trapped! And I have to stop every, like... <laughs> 17 inches for her to sniff, you know, let alone like a new puppy where everything is new to them. I'm like, like he would not be all over. I mean, can you just imagine the smells that would be in a gym? Like, this is a on. dignified puppy. He doesn't He's have time. For right? That. He's like, dude, I gotta get my sleep on now. I, I can just tell this is gearing up to be a day. <laughs> so I'm, you know, it's, trying to it's climb like, a ladder like, as a tiny little puppy. Like hard cops work. and soldiers and those kind. Right? Is it, you sleep when you can sleep? And <laughs> parents, you know, <laughs> it's like anybody on the front lines there you sleep as soon as you can. listen well you've spent your first couple days of life under the guards of monkey demons okay <laughs> you're not phased by a goddamn dojo <laughs> i guess that's true it could there's not, no flaming monkey poop here it, great it i'm taking probably a probably smells better than that but then again uh, on the level of what dogs feel smells better or not i mean like i say my dog will turn her nose up at carrot sticks but we'll have no problem investigating some kind of scat out in the woods you know so it's yeah. really hard to tell something. I'm like, see, in our opinion, I'd be like, the, it's got to smell way better than the flaming monkey poo, but I don't know how dogs would judge that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, fair enough. I don't know. Does that make the dojo better or worse? <laughs> yeah. That face is pretty much exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> but yes. Uh, but yeah, she's like, oh, you got a dog. He's like, no, I didn't. Here, keep it for the day. And she's like, what? Like, no, I don't want it. And he's like, no, no, you don't have to keep it. Just But yeah, same thing. I always thought that too. I'm like... When have I ever just been able... I'm like, I have, like, my pet that I legit... I'm like, I have to go out of town, or I'm moving, and I can't get into my new place for three weeks. I need somebody to look after my... And I still can't get any, like, friends to, like, be like, oh, hey, sure, like, no problem. Your fully trained dog is welcome here for, you know, let alone this random... But Harry's like, I want you to go in a life-dangerous, horrifying situation with me and watch a fucking dog. Bye. And you still can't promise me it's going to be on Saturday? If I watch your dog for the day, it damn well better be on Saturday, Harry. You make it happen for Saturday. (laughs) She sets her boundaries, though. She's like, I ain't keeping it forever. And be back by five. I don't know. Again, that's super cute. He's like, I know. She's like... 
but I, but you have to come get him. That I'm was in, inconsistent too, though. Is like he's like, well, I've got to go and like work all day long. And she's like, you better be back by five. If you're working nine to five, you cannot also be at the police station by five. That's unrealistic, Murphy. There's traffic. There's things like that. You should ask for six. He's gonna just wizard his ass over there and be on time. <laughs> he's, he's gonna fly. You risk the never, never, and you be there at five. Yeah, right. She's like, I don't know where in Chicago you're gonna be. Whether you're gonna be like around the corner or like out in the fucking suburbs. But yeah, exactly right. She's like, you better just never, never that yeah. shit. And be here, like. It's like a daycare. You pick up your kids by five or we kill them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's quite how that works, Jessica. That's I, how I, I remember I don't, being like. I don't know what your caretakers told you. But. 4.59 and mom's not there. And I'm like, they're going to fucking kill me. There's <laughs> a oh. reason I like those aftercare centers. That sounds like trauma to me. I don't know. <laughs> she forgot to pick me up a lot. <laughs> it was not a lot. Oh. I didn't forget. So it has happened. Yes! <laughs> hey, working single mom, okay? There's things like traffic people. I did not always live around the corner from their school. How did you survive? <laughs> the aftercare workers don't actually kill the kids. <laughs> That's how they survive. <laughs> Me, potentially, I was in danger of being killed a few times. The children were much better off. <laughs> uh, welcome you, to you Rare just, Insights with us. <laughs> you're just wait, Tans, and your turn is coming. When you get to daycare, you let me know how it goes for you. I'll be the one in daycare. <laughs> Here's your pudding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are you doing, Dresden? You can't watch a fucking dog all day. You don't even have a real job. Oh, yeah, all you, you do can't, you can't stay in practice, and now you're ditching your dog that I'm not keeping. I know, all you, you do all day long is go on a convenient dog walk path all day long. So what the hell, man? But it's his life that it's a convenient dog walk path. Well, he's not going to an office every day, right? He's just like you know skulking after bad guys can be really convenient. I'm just walking my dog. Therefore, I see. Okay, okay, I just. Walking in parks and walking down alleys. Yeah, walking gosh, my dog. that's all a private investigator does. Is walking in parks. Yeah, that's what the little Harry does. <laughs> I see a lot TV. Of <laughs> They're always in a park somewhere, sitting on a bench, eyes cut out of a newspaper, hiding <laughs> behind a tree. <laughs> it's in all the movies. Yeah, I love it. It's 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 tried and true, tested and true, standard operating procedure. Okay, people. Is that from like, the SOB? What is that from? That's a is that a Pink Panther thing? Pink Panther, <laughs> Looney Tunes, Scooby Doo, Inspector Gadget. <laughs> oh, that's probably <laughs> Naked Gun. Like, come on, <laughs> Twenty One Jump Street, probably. Right, the remake. They were goofier in that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes. So yes, yeah, she Schmidt she fucked the captain's daughter. <laughs> Schmidt fucked the captain's daughter. Brooklyn Nine Nine. No, Twenty Two Jump Street. That was Twenty Two Jump Street. So fucking funny. <laughs> I obviously have not seen. Anyways, that. Harry, why are you so busy? I got a job. Gotta go work at a goddamn porn studio. You're yeah. a pig, Dresden. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know. She saw it. Oink, oink, oink. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, you know who told me? My lecherous skull. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know how I had to find out? My lab assistant. Yeah. Which is really the job of an assistant. So Bob, Bob's good at his job. He's worldly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also just love how the head of a police department, I mean, okay, she does kind of throw in the excuse of, you're lucky I'm just doing paperwork today, but I'm like, your cop friend can just, like, take a dog. Like, she's, okay, she's scheduled to do paperwork all day. She's not going to have some crazy homicide. She's not going to have to go to the park and figure out who the dead body behind the newspaper is. Like, come on, right? You're lucky the vampires are getting killed on Saturday and not Monday, okay? Right? Like, this is the other thing. I'm like, until where I work now, which is becoming, like, a dog magnet place, and we keep talking about bringing their dogs in, but I'm like, usually that's not a thing. But I love how Murphy's just like, like, she doesn't, yeah, she's like, I will just... Like, this is how set aside and how much, like, the Chicago PD doesn't want to deal with SI. Like, we don't even care what you do in your building. Like, you are so... <laughs> Fine, like, bring a dog, you're whatever. Separ- yeah, you, you're, we've already established that you're, well, like, not in the main... they have units that are called canine. Yeah, I know, but there's also special places <laughs> for those. hire <laughs> dogs to be cops. <laughs> so, hey, look, a dog. We've never seen one before. <laughs> <laughs> but Murphy's department... Okay. There might be and haunted dogs. Y- I don't okay. know. Okay. You'd also have to think SI has got to be. hellhounds. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Language. They've enlisted. You've got it. That counts. God, sorry. 
after the whole Lucaroo thing, I'm thinking SI is pretty traumatized about having dogs in their building. Okay, like, Murphy's afraid of just dogs. Just because she had the holding cell there. Yeah, but she's just like big dogs. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's still an adorable puppy that like fits in his pocket. So, hence why I think she's okay with it. But, this yeah, is just the like suspension of dogs. disbelief. This is your a, friend a can just take your dog to work. Right. Yeah. Yeah, with no other notice. Convenient plot device. <laughs> right? And the fact that, I mean, I absolutely adore puppies and would love to hang out with a puppy all day and carry one around with me. I don't know that I would be so nonchalant to just drop the thing in my pocket and not expect there to be accidents. Well. Drop the jacket with the puppy in it. Oh, I'm assuming you put it down gently. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she just keeps bringing this I up. Like, to re-read. like, he I was like, Jack, is that dog in there? Like, like, why would you do that? He, he did not, you know, play pinata with them. Like, that <laughs> dog knew what he was getting into when he crawled out of that box. When okay? he was discussing the gym equipment, he was, the flicker bags were in a complete and total separate area from where he hung his coat. He did not hang his coat and then beat the pajabbers out of it like he went on a speed bag. Okay, that was not the same part and parcel of. <laughs> <laughs> just grabs his coat and throws it at the wall. Right? Like, oh, God. And it went dark again. <laughs> it's okay, though. The spell, the, the duster has protection oh. spells on it. So oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the dog's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. He, he, it's like he, prob- he could have completely just <laughs> chucked it into a wall. Dog didn't even notice. It feels like it's floating. Mm. I feel like I, I was just watching something like that, but I can't think what it was, like from a movie It's like or a, a Doctor Who like, pocket, they like come it's bigger a- on the inside. Right. But, it's in its pocket dimension. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, there's something where the guy goes to like, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry, no, I'm not supposed to laugh at my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but Joey's somebody has to. Okay, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I can't do anymore. That's it. I, That's. I, I just. T- I can't top it. You've hit the high. We should just stop recording <laughs> for the day because you're gonna have nothing for the next couple episodes. This concludes our episode 12.5. Oink oink oink. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and macanalies.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and to see more content. We are Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. 